This show is sponsored by Cocoon Weaver. Hello everyone, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkin and welcome to your weekly wellness roundup. It's Friday, you know what that means. We're bringing you everything that's happening in the world of wellness and self-care, yes. TikTok trends, yes. life hacks of the week. What's Gwynny up to now? Beauty hack of the week. Mm. Beauty product of the week, gossip, podcasts, telly, films, books, everything. Basically, you need. anything and everything all wrapped up under the hashtag of self care. Hi, Clubbers. We've written a book. It's called Have You Tried This? It's out on February the 15th, 2024, and it's by Welbeck Publishing. It has chapters on confidence, on self-love, on relationships, on boundaries. Work-life balance, calm, physical health. It's a one-stop shop for self-care. It's available right now on pre-order. Be the first to get your copy. Link is in our show notes. Let's start with a review. Oh, oh a review. A we haven't done re- review of the week for a long time. I know, with this popped up in our chartable, it gave me a little boost on a weekend. Nice, let's hear it. Review of the week. Love this podcast, definitely recommend. That's the headline. Goes on to say, I adore this podcast. Just a hair older than these ladies. It's so nice to finally find a podcast that I can relate to. I've recommended this podcast, especially to one friend in particular who, like these ladies, we have a real friendship that consists of laughter, real talk, some swearing and zero judgment. (laughs) Thanks from Maryland in the US. I would say there's there's, there's, sometimes there's mild judgment. (laughs) You in both it, directions. You exactly what I was laughing about. Yeah, yeah, mild, 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 mild judgment, mild judgment. I don't, I don't think I judge you, but it's healthy. Do I judge you sometimes? What do I judge you about? Well, sometimes I get a little bit like you know, you just you won't let it lie. You'll be like, no, no, that you're not. Tell me more. No, I want to say it. I did Hear that. On, it. I did that on last week's show. You do it sometimes on many shows, but sometimes I'm just I'm not allowed to get away with anything. Well, because last week's show, especially, I don't know if you've listened to it back. You might not even remember the conversation. I do remember it. It was about unrequited it love, was. and I asked you about whether you've experienced it. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, would you want you, to tell us? Nope. You know, I, well, in retrospect, though, really, it was that was more about heartbreak, and really, at the end of it. What I was left with was the feeling of where did the love go? Like, where does it disappear to but when that's the love not, is there? But what I'm saying is yeah. that you're, I'm much more forthcoming You are with my thoughts and feelings. You are, it's true. Yeah, And you are less so. Yes. Which is difficult because we host a podcast about our thoughts and feelings, <laughs> right? So I sometimes have to prize it out you of do, you. You do, you do. And also if no. I'm putting everything on the line, mm. you have to too. Come on, we're in it together. We're a team. You have to, you have to trenches, be in it with me. In the trenches yeah. of self-care. Yeah. yeah. I can't just lead it with all my thoughts and all my feelings. That won't be balanced. I prefer it that way, though. Well, that's not how it goes. I prefer the seesaw to weigh heavily in your direction. So is that judgment? No, that's not judgment. That's just picking. That's just... Uh, no, it, it's actually coer- trying to... Coercing. <laughs> coercive control. It's actually trying to create it's a good show. <laughs> to create good content that people want to listen to. They probably don't want to listen to my nonsense. But anyway, thank you for your um, they, they, review. They, they, they do Val. want to listen to your nonsense because they're listening to it now. Well, Val wants to listen to it. So thank you, Val. Well, it's not just Val. I hope we have more than one Val. listener. Imagine if we only came into the studio just for Val. <laughs> 
And she's taken this long <laughs> to, to write, write the review. review. Four years. Where is Val? <laughs> Tapping our fingers. I'm sure she's there in Maryland somewhere. Where is she? And now she's popped up. So thank Hi, you. Val. All this effort. Just for you. Just for you. I thought yeah. we had another review. We do have another review and it popped into our Instagram DMs this morning. Yeah. And it's about the book. Oh, the book. The book. Our book. It's called Have You Tried This? The mm -hmm. book. And it is available on Amazon and in certain bookstores now. Well done. Like the little plug there. You like that? Yeah. It's from Katie. Yeah. And she says, well, where do I start? Bravo, ladies. I read it in a day and will go back to it when I need a gentle kick up the tush. As I was reading it, I could hear your voices. I'm not crazy, promise. And it made me laugh too. Please think about bringing out another one when you've recovered from writing this one. Oh my God. I'm an avid listener. As you can probably guess, I've recommended this book to several girlfriends too. It is fabulous. Vabin though, may take me a while to gear up the nerve. Congratulations, ladies. Big love, Katie. Oh, Katie, thank that you. That's so nice. And so then I sent her a little voice note to say thank you oh. this morning. And I said, would you mind putting it on Amazon as a review? She's like, already done. And my heart is warm. Yeah. You know what is weird? And I know this sounds completely nuts, but I sort of didn't really count on people actually reading the words that we wrote. You know, like you write the book. Yeah, there's a book. You edit the book. Yeah, fine. And the book gets published. And then you're like, oh, well, it's been fuck. It's such an interesting process, mm. isn't it? And I, when we were trying to get the book deal, we were so busy trying to get an agent. Yes. Then we got an agent. Yes. Then we were so busy writing a proposal. Yes. And then we were so busy getting a book deal, yeah. weren't we? Yeah. And then the book deal came. And do you remember we had that meeting with our editor? And she said, okay, well, I'll speak to you in a few months unless you need me. Yeah. And I looked at you and I said, well, now what? You're like, well, now we go write the book. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I hadn't accounted for writing mm. the book. Mm. And this is the next phase of that. Like I hadn't accounted for people reading the book. Reading the and book. And I also now can't remember how we wrote a book. Now I just can't remember how you and I sat there and wrote a book for well, months on we end. We actually didn't sit there together. We never wrote it together. No. Bits we tweaked together, but we didn't write together. But I can't, like that whole process now feels like a bit of a dream. And now people are reading the words and now they're giving us feedback on it. And that is oh, strange. Oh, someone came up to me in the gym on Saturday yes. morning. Someone came up to me. A lovely lady. Oh, it was mortifying. She's, I would say she's roughly in her 60s. She's a friend of my dad's mm -hmm. in the gym. And mm -hmm. she came up to me mm -hmm. and I was talking to someone and she said, don't talk to her. She's been vabbing. Oh, my Lord. And I said, oh, my God, please. She's like, I've read your book. It was amazing. You know what she said? What? She's training for the Ironman. She said, I did my fastest 80K on the bike ever from listening to your audio book. Love it. Clearly inspired by me and all of my serious working out. Well, couch to 5K. Yeah, well I did, that went I did for you. really well in that chapter. Yeah, because she really yeah. needs the physical health chapter, uh, which she doesn't. <laughs> um, so I didn't account for, I don't know who I account. I didn't, I just didn't. It, I said this so many times. You know when you're pregnant mm. and you're pregnant and you're pregnant and you're pregnant mm. and you're so pregnant mm. and you're so caught up in the pregnancy. Don't really realise it's going to be an actual baby. And then you don't realise it's, go yeah, turning yeah. into motherhood. Yeah, yes. Then, a, you, then you've got to get your head around the baby bit. Very much so. That's what this was like. It's also a we bit like something. a wedding, a wedding, a wedding, a dress, the flowers, the yeah. invites, the food, the, what's the dessert? Marriage. Oh, a marriage. Yeah. Much harder than a wedding. Yeah. 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 Well, longer. Definitely Hopefully. longer. Hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. And I think it's very indicative of stages of life, mm. isn't it? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But we have birthed something. We have birthed something. I got a message yesterday from a woman who said, I was so happy to read um, your experience of the Couch to 5K because running also makes me cry and I feel like your people, it's such bullshit. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm glad someone resonated with that bit in that chapter. I think a lot of people will resonate with that. Maybe. They'll resonate more with you probably than they would with my experience of it. Well, not the lady in the gym. No, but that's in a very specific place. Maybe she should try vabbing in the gym and it would give her experience in the gym a whole different kind of boost, slant, day. I don't know. Also, what I've noticed is people are feeding back on our experiences Mm. rather than on the practices and the research and things like that, Mm. which I find interesting. Very. Anyway, if you haven't read it yet or listened because it is available on audio, then go on, give it a go. And if you have and you liked it, please would you leave us an Amazon review because that is massively helpful to some form of algorithm something or other. I want to move on to TV. I have two things to tell you about. I don't know if you're a fan or not of Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know, I think I should be a fan. But you don't like it? No. Oh. I, I had, I've seen a couple of episodes. Yeah. They really make me laugh. Yeah. And they remind me of my friend Jason, who sadly passed away years ago, and he loved it. Yeah. Um, And I just never got into it because I can never find it where to watch it. Okay, it's on HBO Sky Max. But it's the final ever series, and it's just started series 12. I have been an avid, devoted list watcher from day one. I watched it accidentally one night, it's like 17 years ago, and I thought, is this a docudrama? Is it a show? What is- Why does he remind me of Ollie so much? <laughs> And then the next morning I went up, I was like, I watched this show last night where this guy was like complaining because he got these noodles from the Chinese takeaway and there weren't the right amount of prawns. And it just really reminded me of you. And we're both obsessed. Anyway, so it's the final ever series and it's on now. And also to go with it, I only found this out yesterday. There's a podcast. It's called The History of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And it is with Jeff Garlin and Susie Essman, who are Jeff and Susie in the show. And they break down every single episode. There's 122 podcast episodes to get through. They're usually now with big shows, there's always an accompanying podcast. I'm I, I'm so excited for this. I feel like I'm going to be entertained now for 122 oh. hours. It's like brought me yeah. such joy. So hold on. Can I start watching it from the beginning? You can watch it from any series no, but I want time. to. I want to. Because I literally have seen two episodes and they were so Hilarious. funny. Yeah, yeah. You can get every single episode from every single series on demand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, I'm so going to start can. that. It's, I just love it. And Adam will love it. It's so relatable. Yeah. The Palestinian chicken is the best episode, in my personal opinion. Okay. Um, All right, I'm going to start with that. I want to say one more thing about TV. Yes, yes. There is a show. I don't know if you watch it. It's on Netflix called Love is Blind. I've seen it. I've seen it. Okay. Series six has just started. and You haven't watched every series, have you? Apart from five, I have. And I always go into it thinking, oh, another one. I can't bother And then I realised how invested I get. It's a brilliant format. For anyone who doesn't know the format, uh, there are a group of men and a group of women who meet in pods. So they never see... Blind pods. Yeah, so they they are talking through a wall. And the premise of the show is like, is love blind? Can you fall in love sight unseen, as they call it? And at the end of however many weeks of them just chatting to each other, they propose. 
One of them proposes. Well, that's the question. Are they going to propose? Well, they if they propose and they're engaged, they leave the pod and they go out into the real world and then you kind of follow them through their journey of meeting each other's families and going to each other's So they homes. get engaged before they've seen each other? They get engaged before they have ever laid eyes on each other. Sorry, it's ridiculous. Come on. It's crazy. Would you do that? Not in a million years. But I'll tell you what has been special about this series. So far, I'm four episodes in because I couldn't stop watching it. Um, firstly, I really like the way the men are portrayed because this season there's a group of really great supportive black guys and a couple of them cry and you don't often see black men crying on television and I think for young men to see or any men crying on television. right but especially black men it's a thing and to see them being really supportive of each other and really emotional and really opening up about their feelings these young cool guys on this show I really think it's helpful to other young men who may of be course. watching it. And so important. I really, really like that. Okay, good. Great. Um, yeah, it's a great show. Okay. I I have an announcement to make. Come on, announce it. I need a drum roll. I think I'm a bit over Housewives. What? You know, I, I think I've overdosed. Oh, okay. And I think the last few franchises that have been on, the seasons have just been rubbish. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just like, oh, I can't watch any more of the shit anymore. It and is I think brain rotting, yeah. It is brain rotting. Yeah. And I need a break. Okay. Okay. Well, it's the final episode. I don't think Love is Blind is the next place to know. go. <laughs> I don't know. It's the final episode of Beverly Hills, isn't it? Uh, this week. Yeah, but it's been a terrible season. So do you agree with the woman on Instagram? She put a poll up on the weekend saying, I think that this season of Beverly Hills has been a filler season. As it's in a filler, nothing happened. It's a total filler season. Do you agree season. with that? I, I completely agree with okay. that. And also, let's not forget, mm -hmm. we have lost Rinna. We lost Rinna. We lost Vanderpump. Oh, you, you've got to stop I harping on about that. Yeah, but she's, listen, the show, the show managed very well without her. It did. But you can't replace Vanderpump with Crystal. Come on. Well, I'm, we didn't. We did. No, we didn't. Who did we replace her with? Vanderpump went ages ago. Dorit. No, no, Dorit and Vanderpump were together. I don't know. I'm just saying the show has survived since Vanderpump. It has. Been but this is the first good. season without Rinna and it mm. has been an absolute washout. Mm. It has. I wanted more juice. Someone... Do the math. Get mathing. We need Rinna back. And if we get Rinna back, I'll and, watch it again. get rid of Crystal. Like, I agree with Annalise. Is that her name when she said... She also needs to go. And she basically said, I'm great because I'm basically giving you a storyline. I she's give you awful. relevance. She's awful. She's awful, but I agree with that point. She is the only thing that gave her I just relevance. think she's not a very good housewife. I'm sure mm. she's a lovely person. And I'm sure she's very interesting and yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah, but she's not a good housewife. But she's not a good housewife. No, agreed. Anyway, so that's... That's the TV wrap up. Okay, nice. Any news on Gwyneth? What's she doing? I have got news on Gwyneth, actually. Tell me about Gwyneth's news. She's given a Vogue interview mm. on wellness, unsurprisingly. Mm. And I've got the questions and the answers, but I want to play a Gwyneth quiz. Okay. A quiz. <laughs> and this is the quiz. I'm going to ask you the questions that Gwyneth was asked and you have to see if you can like guess what her answers are. Oh, so it's like a Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, yeah. So Mr. Exactly. and Mrs. of Gwyneth Paltrow is someone I've never met. Mrs. and Mrs. Okay. Just channel her. Think about her. Channel her energy for a moment. Do some like pretend dry brushing on your legs. Get in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the first question. Drink some bone broth. You'll all be okay. Yeah. What is a surefire way to get your day off to a good start? What do you think she said? 
Uh, well, she fasts, doesn't she? I don't know. She does some exercise. She does some dancing in the morning, doesn't yeah. she? Okay, t you get a point for that. A good sweat, she yeah. said. And then there's one more thing she does. It's not dry brushing. She has a sauna. She does, but that's not what she says. I don't, I don't know. Meditation, she says, and a good sweat. Okay. I mean, it's a given, isn't it? Although I didn't get it. But it, yeah. is, a, it is a bit of a, there's no big surprises there. No. Gwyneth, what is the biggest cliche in wellness? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do very well at this. No, I don't think you are either. What is the big? What does she say? The biggest cliche in yeah, wellness yeah, is. Yeah. Well, she's definitely not going to say that it should be expensive. No. To just breathe, she says, but it does work. That's her so it's not a. So it's a workable cliche. A workable cliche. What makes you feel sexy? Good underwear, matching underwear. No. What? My husband, Brad Vilcek. My boyfriend. What makes you feel sexy, Laura Mishcon? Oh, that's a really good question. Hormones. <laughs> I only feel sexier like three days of the month, bang in the middle. Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Definitely not underwear. I feel quite sexy with good underwear on. Do you? Mm, I mm. do. I mean, not like all night. If I'm wearing it all night and I go out for dinner mm. with like you and Ollie. I wouldn't sit there thinking, oh, I'm so sexy. <laughs> I wish she did. It's not like that. If I put it on or if I take it off and I was mm. like, oh, that's nice. You know, it's nice. A little mm. boost. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good little boost. I don't have a lot of good underwear, though. Do I don't invest what? in it. I don't either because Ollie made it very clear very early on. He's like, I have zero interest in the underwear you wear because it's coming off. Yeah, I know. I'm only but interested I in what's underneath. So I don't care. Yeah, what but it I is. reckon if you, you know, you you've seen my underwear, it's not sexy. Well, maybe you need to invest. No, I stopped investing because I realised whether I'm wearing... Not for him, you do it for you. I'm not, I, I just want to be comfortable now. But what I'm Sorry. saying is, is that you only feel sexy for three days of the month. Yeah, pretty much. So that needs to change. Does it? Yes. Is yes, sex, it does. Is sexy a big thing? Yeah. Is it? I think it gives you a real confidence boost. Yes. 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 Okay. What is the secret to a successful dinner party? Um, it's nothing to do with the food. That's the I was clue. just about to say use bone broth as stock, but that no, won't be it's it. It's nothing to do with food. Good people. Yeah, yeah. Good company. Yeah. You're right. You're she's right. right, though. Yeah, she is right. I okay. mean, as much as she can be annoying, but she's right. What's the most treasured item in your wardrobe? Ooh. Treasured. That's the key word. Treasured is the key word. Yeah, most treasured item in her wardrobe. Maybe it's something from um, her dad. <gasps> yes! <laughs> I'm doing better Correct. than I thought. What is it? I swear I haven't seen these. A sweater from my father. Oh, that's cute. That is yeah. cute. I thought she was going to say some like a really old Birkin that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, you've done very well there. If you can only stay in one hotel in the world, which oh, one do you choose? How the fuck am I supposed to know? It's going to be somewhere in Aspen. It's or, not Aspen. It's Europe. Give me the country. Italy. So somewhere on like the Amalfi Coast. No, I thought it would be that. It's not. It's not. It's the Four Seasons Hotel Firenze. Carry on. What else did uh, she say? What's the one piece of advice you would give your children? Oh, always be yourself. That is great, but that is not correct. Stay off Instagram. That's her advice to her kids. Uh, everything self apparently what is, what, is your, is, what is yours the one piece of advice i would give to my children 
Always be kind and honest. Mm, I don't know. I'm not really sure I agree with that one. Because I think there's times where you shouldn't be kind. That you should be boundaried. You could be kind and boundaried. Yeah, but they can get very mixed up. And I think to always be kind, you you can open yourself up for being taken advantage of. Sometimes, depending on your personality type. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. What is the one thing you wish you'd known about turning 50? That it's actually a load of fun. Yeah. Is that what she said? She said how freeing it would feel. You're channeling her now. You are channeling her now. Okay, last one. Listen, we do study her a lot. Last one. Tell us something you think would surprise us about you. I'm actually very down to earth and I'm an introvert. Okay. She says my sense of humor. Oh, so I'm not that close. No. She has to have a sense of humor. In order to do what she's done... Sense of humour. She's got the whole world wrapped around into and in, the, in her inside joke, the and scoop. She, and she's the one laughing. Yes, she is. Laughing all she's the way a, to the bank. She's a fucking genius. She is a genius. <laughs> okay, so I think me and Gwyneth could hang out. I think you've done well there. I, I have, think you've done I? really well. What did I score? I, I didn't tot it all up. I missed, I missed some out. But um, What did you miss out? What's the best gift you've ever given? Oh. I don't know. What was it? A movie of my husband's life for his 50th birthday. Well, there you go. There's some inspiration for you. You can make a movie of Adam's life for his upcoming 50th birthday. We can all play parts. (laughs) (laughs) You're not even going to be his 50th birthday, so you can pipe down. Well, I can be in the movie. You're supposed to say, no, no, I'll do what I can to be there. I think we are going to be there, actually. Good. But also I can be in the movie. I'll be really upset if you're not there. Okay, thanks. No pressure then. <laughs> no, because I think there's ways of... You can. Okay. I'll, I'll dismiss my own child's 18th. I think you should. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Just get your Never priorities mind, in line. Tim. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultralight and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. 
This episode is brought to you by Notion. Have you ever stumbled upon a tool that feels like it's been tailor-made for you? Well, that's exactly how we feel about Notion. Simply and beautifully designed with all your notes and docs in one place and the power of AI built inside. It's where every idea, task and episode comes to life effortlessly. Notion merges creativity with productivity seamlessly. Whether we're planning out our episode schedule, collabing on show notes or tracking guest invitations, it's perfect for those who may be becoming a little forgetful in midlife. Hey, just the other day, we used it to map out an entire season of our podcast in record time. And that's why Notion has become an indispensable part of our podcasting toolkit. It even wrote this intro for us. Notion is more than just a workspace. It's our secret weapon for success in the digital age. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is for everyone, CEOs, students and Lauren if she can manage to navigate it anyone can mm. try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club that's all lowercase letters notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action and when you use our link you're supporting our show notion.com slash self-care club now let's talk about what's going up and what's going down in the world there's some stuff happening. <clears throat> Go on. Do you know what's going up? I don't actually because I haven't read the script. Getting Tell up me. at 3am like Dolly Parton. That's going up. She Is gets... it actually going up? Yeah. She gets It ain't up. going up for you. Fucking ain't going up for me, especially not with this. She says, uh, I've got so much to do. I'll get up and I'll work a little while, nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write a little while and then I'll lay back down. She says she's comfortable with three to five hours sleep. She has her little meditations. I don't think that's good for you. Her little Sorry. scriptures. Sorry, Dolly Partner. I know you've done pretty well, I but agree. three to five hours sleep is not enough. She says she does some of her best spiritual work, some of her best writing, and some of her best business work, calls in and letters that I'm writing or whatever. Without the distraction of others around her, she says she feels very zen from 3 to 7 a.m. as she focuses on the start of her day. I do understand that. Because I get up early. I got up at six this morning. Mm. Um, and I am very focused early in the morning. It's she true. hasn't got kids, school-age kids running around needing like well, bags of water six bottles. in the morning. No, but I mean, you have that hour before they get up, before the whole, where's my water bottle? Where's my this? No, I'll tell you why I get up early now. Mm. Because I have to get out the house mm. before they get up. Oh, wow. Because if I don't, yeah. then I find it almost impossible to get out the house. Right. Because I get caught up in the sports Where's kits water and the bottle? water bottles yes. and yeah. I get caught up in yeah. all of that. Yeah. And then I leave for the gym mm. way too late and I get yeah. caught, caught in all the traffic and, and it's a whole thing. Okay. Anyway, that is up. And I'll tell you what else is going up. Walladay's. A Walladay is a working holiday. It's a big travel trend for 2024. no, no. 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 Well, we don't go on holidays, really. My husband goes on them all the time. Do you, Every do time you we go on holiday, he's on a holiday. So the average business trip is now seven days long, suggesting that travellers add on leisure days or take business meetings within a holiday. That's not okay. I agree. That is not okay. I like the idea of extending it by a couple of days, but then... Be honest, Adam has got so much travel coming up. Mm. The thought of him extending it for another couple of days mm. either side. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm never going to see him. Ollie also travels a lot. And, and I always, and I get this question quite frequently. Oh, where's he going? He's going to New York. Oh, for work? 
Yeah, always. And they're like, no, he just goes on like mini breaks alone to New York <laughs> all the time. And that's like our marriage. What, what kind of question is that? No, he's going, obviously going for business. I get it constantly. Where's Ollie going? Oh, he's got to go to like Vienna on a, on, on a break. No, for fucking work. Like, it's a weird question. I get it all the time too. What is that? And then I always say, well, I hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, it's really weird. Like, do you know many husbands who just take themselves off on holiday alone all the time, once a month? Because if that was what was going on in my house, I think there'd be a problem. There is a problem. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, there like, isn't a problem. There, there, there is would, a problem would, if someone there is, is doing that. There is a problem that. if that is happening. Yeah. Although I have thought, mm. Adam is away so much mm. and he's away in April loads. Mm. And there's five days where my girls have overlapping holidays. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking I might take them away for a few days. That's nice. Just the three of us. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Until we actually go and it's, we'll share a room and then you it's know, not they're nicking all so my makeup and then they're arguing and it's yeah. not quite so fun. Then you can get up at 6am and leave, go to the beach and not come back until well, lunchtime. Well, if I do go, mm. the, the one criteria is there has to be a good gym wherever we go. Because I'm going to need a gym if I'm away with my girls. <laughs> I am, come on. You, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Okay, what's going down? Bye-bye Botox. Yep. It's all about the expensive face now. Okay, beauty, I like it. Beauty like insiders it. are using machines for a new natural, in inverted commas, look, and there is not a needle in sight. Okay. Machine-led beauty is an area of the cosmetic industry projected to grow about 10% annually over the next few years. All therapy and Softwave. Have you heard of either of these things? No, but I feel like that solar wave is that kind of thing. Well, this it? is like... Is it red light therapy? It's more than that. It's a newer ultrasound technology... It gives a big increase in collagen and elastin. So all therapy, from what I read yesterday, is apparently very painful to the point where they give you a Xanax and numbing cream. Okay, that sounds horrid. Horrid. horrid and you horrid. have to have lots and lots and lots of sessions and it's very expensive. And Softwave is the new thing. But apparently expensive face, as it's called, is the ultimate status symbol and is now a specific ask of cosmetic doctors and dermatologists. Women go wanting pore-free, oil-free, no fine lines, no pigmentation, no acne. It's what we call the perfect canvas. It's a patient who doesn't want to layer on makeup, who wants no more than a little blush, concealer, lip gloss, and a bit of mascara. And you can only do that by treating the medical layer of the skin, the reticular dermis, using your cells to fix you from the inside out. How much is it? It's about four grand for like a session, a whole load, a series of um, treatments. A course. A course. And apparently it takes quite a long time for it's it to kick in. It's a lot of money. It's it a is. lot of money. And it, that's a lot of commitment and dedication, but they're in the right place. And you only get one face. Yeah, you do only get one face. That is a good point, mm. Michigan. Yeah. I'm over Botox too, by the way. Yes. I am. I'm delighted. And to then know I that. went to I took my daughter shopping at last week and we went to Westfield and they've got a new ordinary store there. The ordinary, the yeah. brand. Yeah. Um and I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, because it's, it's really so cheap. reasonable. Yeah. And it's really good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so I said, I went up to the woman. I'm like, right, I've got A, B, C, and D. What do I need? She yes. goes, you need. Yeah. I said, oh, what's that? She goes, well, people have named it Botox in a bottle. And she starts to explain it all. I'm like, sold. 
for £9.80, it's sold. So I bought it. Great. So I've been using it. Their cleanser, the Square Lean cleanser, is supposed to be brilliant. And I think it's also about £9.50. Their stuff is great. Yeah. I am really loving it. My I use it. My girls use it. And also what I like about it is because it's affordable, I can have the whole range. Yeah. I can have the serum that I need, the eye stuff I need, the moisturiser that I need, the night cream. that Because all of it's roughly around a tenner. Yeah. There was a woman making this point about skincare in the Times this weekend. And she said, you know, the thing about this really, really expensive, like the creme de la mer and all these creams at 180 quid. She said, sometimes you would maybe, maybe save up and buy them once, but that's not really affordable as an ongoing thing. And then you get used to it and then you love the way it makes your skin look, but then you can't really keep going. So it's actually much better to find a brand that is affordable on the regular. And apparently it is great, The Ordinary. It's just absolutely mm. great. Mm. Oh, I'd love to work with them. Let's manifest it. I'd love it. that as well. Okay, do you know what else is going down? Candy suticles, i.e. gummy supplements. Oh, that seems sad. The global wellness gummy market is worth £5.82 billion. Why are they going down? Are they not good for you? They're not. It's like sweets. Base, yes. First problem is sugar. They're full of sugar or they're full of sweetener, which isn't great. Um... The gummy form... You, you could say that about orange juice. Well, orange juice is terrible for you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. People still drink it. They're poor value for money. Uh, for example, a tub of the vegan star-shaped lion's mane gummies from Star Power uh, are £40 for 30 500 milligram oh, servings. Over a pound a gummy. A comparable amount in capsule form is just £5.59. Okay. Um, I wonder why they put them in gummies. My feeling is, going on what Matthew said on our New Tropics Week, my feeling is they can probably pump more of the supplement into a gummy than they can a capsule. Well, they're actually also, a lot of them are unstable. So it degrades because it's in a gummy. I prefer CBD in gummies than I do in the oil. Mm. I have to say, I've run out of CBD. We need some CBD. And they're also saying like lots of people mix and match and then they can accidentally be taking too much of something like vitamin A, which isn't actually good to overdose on. So they're saying, look, if you're an adult, like just take a supplement in pill form. You're not four. That's what they were saying. You're not four. But Matthew would say something completely different. What would Matthew say? Well, Matthew, because he puts it in chocolate, doesn't he? Yes. He puts all the nootropics in the chocolate. Yes. And he said the reason it goes into chocolate is because they can get much higher doses into the chocolate than they can in a capsule. So one of those one, one square of chocolate that mm. you would eat once a day mm. is the equivalent of like 12 capsules. He said, well, you can't yeah. expect people to swallow 12 capsules. That's yeah. not pleasant. But I wonder if putting it in a chocolate form is a more stable base than in a gummy form. Because things can degrade in the bottle is what they're saying. So you're not actually getting very much. You're basically eating a... A, a, wine, a wine gum. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's the case with CBD gummies. Don't know. Because I honestly feel so calm when I take one. Mm. They are quite nice, but they are. Yeah, they are quite nice. But they're really expensive. Yeah, massively. They're really expensive. That's it, my friend. Okay. That's, that's all our... I've got for you. Well, that's a lot. It's a lot of info to digest. It is, isn't it? Mm. I mean, really, the main takeaway is that me and Gwyneth are best friends, so. I don't think you're best friends. I think you're like... You don't need to be jealous. Good friends. Don't be jealous. I mean, if you're best friends with Gwyneth, I think what I would be jealous of is you get a lot of freebies. That's She'd be what, like, hey, I just got that's this. That's what you'd be jealous of. What if yeah. I start co-hosting her Goop podcast? You wouldn't be jealous of that? I'd be fucking fuming. Yeah. 
But I'd also be fuming from if you, a place of if jealousy. If you were like, <laughs> oh, Gwyneth just gave me this cashmere tracksuit because, you know, she's got nine of them and she just didn't want it. I'm not going to fit into Gwyneth's cashmere tracksuit. No, like am just I? spares from the group store, you know. Yeah, but they're probably all sample sizing. Oh, Gwyneth gave me these Hermes sandals because she's just like got a new pair. That's what you'd be worried about. Yeah, I'd be really annoyed. The free shit that I'm hoarding in my cupboard. You'd be like, Lux. You wouldn't be upset that I'm spending less time with you. <laughs> And more and time that, with Gwen. And more time with her. And that really my social status had risen somewhat because I'm with her now. And I'd gone on to become a massive podcast host on her podcast. And I write my own book. And you wouldn't be upset about any of that. I mean, are you going to get me a job <laughs> as like store manager of LA Goop? Because you'd have to do something to make up for the for the betrayal. The abandonment. Yeah. <sighs> Well, you wouldn't be the producer on the show, no, that's for sure. No, definitely not. I'll be the store manager of the LA Goop store. That's you could fine. be the co you could be the ghostwriter of the next book because I do quite like writing with you, but I wouldn't give you a credit. Okay. Just cash. No. No cash either. No. What am I getting? Like just the no, the no that you are near to Gwyneth. That's a hard no from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving you for Gwyneth. Okay, thanks. I don't want to leave you for Gwyneth. Thank you. I definitely don't want to leave you for Gwyneth. I don't think we have anything in common, including skiing. I you definitely skiing. don't have anything in common. I hate Gwyneth. skiing. So it's not going to You've actually been? I have, yeah. Right, let's wrap this up. Okay, uh, if you want to be in touch, hello at selfcareclub.co.uk. Or Instagram <laughs> at selfcareclubpod. Or if you really are a youngster, you can have a look on TikTok. I don't know what you'll find there. No, because you never fucking go on it, do I, you? I can't stand the place. To be on but it, but to allegedly be on... we're on there. No one can stand it. Okay. No and one can... Also, if you really want something like good to do with your time, you can read our book. It's called Have You Tried This? You can get it on Amazon or in all good bookshops. So go buy it. Don't, don't forget to buy it and then leave a review on Amazon. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday. <laughs> Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host Zoe Blasky and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.